thanks for tuning in to Crossover Conversations, a podcast tackling the struggles that teenagers face today. It is our goal to give students a sound, biblical perspective in order to help them navigate their way through life. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Crossover Conversations. Um, this week, it's raining today, so if you hear you know, like background noise, that's what it is. Hopefully, that doesn't happen, but if it does, it's the rain. Um, <laughs> anyways, this week, we're talking about something that is going to be pretty important, especially considering we're moving into the summertime, which I think w- this is where a lot of this topic comes into play, and that's this idea of modesty. Um, not necessarily like a rule book of what you can or can't or should or shouldn't wear, but just in terms of modesty from a biblical perspective, like what is modesty? Why are we talking about it? Some of you may even read the title or listen to the first few seconds. You're like, Nope, this ain't it. Not talking about it. Not hearing it. Yeah. Um, just the, the, the idea of modesty kind of makes you want to leave or not listen or not think about it because you know, uh, maybe we're going to say something that you don't necessarily agree with. Yeah, and if and that's you, that you might need to check yourself. While we're recording all of these podcasts, we never want it to feel like it's a rule book oh, or yeah. like we're just like, hey, you should feel bad because you struggle with this or because you don't know how to change this about yourself. Instead, we're here to talk about things that really do affect your soul and relationship with God. And we want to talk about how we've worked through them and about how the Bible tells us we can overcome the battle. Absolutely. Um, so... Honestly, like when we were talking about this, there's been some things that are going on in our both of our personal lives that have just kind of like made this more of a, a permanent, not necessarily a permanent, but more of a prominent subject mm-hmm. um, in the past few weeks. So that's kind of the heart behind it. And it, it just works out that it's the timeliness of it as yeah. we're going into the summertime. It feels pressing. Yeah, it feels just very pressing right now. Um, so obviously, like when we think of modesty... I know, especially for a guy, it's easy to dismiss the subject because our society has often said modesty is solely a women issue and has been pressed and attached to the way that women dress. Um, and it's kind of just we've narrowed the definition to mean like showing less skin or trying to prevent sexual arousal in those looking on. Yeah. And so the whole idea behind this podcast today is to kind of get away from that. Yeah, kind of uproot some of the the really deeply buried roots of yeah yeah what 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 we think the way we think and what most people associate with modesty yeah to kind of get away from the misconceptions yeah so first off like a biblical definition of modesty is not necessarily going to focus on clothing what yeah crazy right um but also to that point the bible doesn't necessarily just talk just a ton about clothing or modesty or what you should or shouldn't wear um, but it does talk a lot about your motivations behind things. And yeah. so that's kind of the heart behind it is what's the purpose? Why are you doing what you're doing? Like if you if we could summarize this whole podcast, that would be it. Why are you doing what you're doing? Yeah, which goes into more than just what Absolutely. you're wearing. Absolutely. Like it goes literally. We could, yeah, <laughs> we could say that about every podcast we've recorded. Yeah. Um, so therefore, a, a biblical definition of modesty must focus on the heart. Modesty is primarily about our motivations. Um and so one of the, the key verses that is often talked about and mentioned when talking about modesty is 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 9, which says, Likewise, also women should adorn themselves in respectable apparel with modesty and self-control, not with braided hair and gold or pearls or costly attire, but with what is proper for women who profess godliness with good works. Mm-hmm. So clearly, 
that verse is talking about women. Mm-hmm. However, if you were to look at it in the original language and go one more chapter in First Timothy chapter 3, um, you see where Paul talks about the qualifications for an overseer or like a deacon or a pastor, something like that. Um, he says, therefore, an overseer must be above reproach, the husband of one wife, sober-minded, self-controlled, respectable, hospitable, able to teach. And so the point behind that, that word that I kind of highlight and put emphasis on respectable is used in both the First Timothy 2 passage and the First Timothy 3 passage. Um, and it's the word cosmios in the Greek, which is related to cosmos, which means like orderly or respectable, kind of like that. And so this is definitely something that is a qualification for both men and women. It's not something that's solely related to a woman or solely related to a man. It's for both people, for both sexes. Yeah, which I think is really important because I think especially today more than ever with feminism being a huge thing and with just like so many issues about like what she what was she wearing oh yeah things this is not just for the girls out there and this is also for the guys and i think we all need to humble ourselves as we start to listen and start to think about how each of us plays a part in this and how we can learn from it yeah absolutely you said the word humble right there and Mm -hmm. that really is um kind of the root of modesty (laughs) truthfully like modesty is an offspring of humility it's a posture that we must take, not only in our dress, but in our attitudes and in our behavior. It's something that um, should be prevalent in everything we do. We yeah. should be modest, not necessarily, again, I think that term, we often think of it in terms of clothing, but modesty is is a behavior, it's an attitude, it's the way that you carry yourself. Yeah, and it's about, it's not flaunting and yeah. not pushing the limits because I've read something that talked about modesty in terms of materialism and it was saying like, when you refer to what, house people live in if you say they Mm -hmm. have a modest home you mean they don't have the most elaborate home that they can afford they have something below their means which shows like we're we're dressing and we're representing and we're living our lives in a modest way means we're not just trying to do as much as we possibly can before it's considered wrong yeah we're just taking each thing and saying like here's what i need and here's what i want to display not myself yeah well, you, you kind of mentioned a quote earlier when we were kind of doing our pre, pre-show pre discussion that your maybe your youth pastor, somebody said. Yeah, my youth pastor used to, whenever we would go on trips, whether that was like a swimming party or whether yeah, that was a yeah. youth camp, and it would always come time to pack. And we would say, is it okay if we... Yeah, is this appropriate? Yeah, can we do this? And he would say, I think if you have to ask me if it's okay, you probably should just not wear it because it might be an issue. Yeah. Um, And that really helped for him to say because it didn't feel like he was being rude to me or targeting me and being like how dare you think that he was just like well i think if you can't be confident and say 100 percent this is okay good thing then maybe it isn't so don't yeah so that was always one of those things where like we really didn't even have to have the discussion because he's like if you're really asking me then maybe it's not the best choice yeah i think that also kind of goes that that same kind of scenario applies to a lot of things but um the fact like that you not necessarily you specifically listener or even grace that you have to ask that question. Um, but the fact that we ask that question shows where our intentions are. Yeah. Like if you're asking that question of trying to push the boundary or see where that line is just how far you can go before you cross it, that shows you where your intentions are. Yeah. And that shows you the motivation behind what you're doing. Yeah. 
Um, and that's just, it kind of points back to this whole thing of like modesty goes to and works with humility. Um, and it's all about your intentions and your motivations behind things. Yeah. And you have to go into this topic with the gospel Absolutely. as your forefront. Um, because you can wear whatever you want and you can still be completely unrighteous and unsaved. And you can also dress so modestly mm-hmm. and not have the Lord. And so, and like you can have the Lord and you can dress immodestly. So it's just like, this isn't what defines your relationship with God. But once you have experienced God's grace and goodness, you want what he wants. Absolutely. And you see that there's a reason that he has given us direction towards uh, covering things that he created to only be shared in certain contexts. And just like, um, when I read this book called Captivating by Stacy and John Eldridge, and they also wrote a book called Wild at Heart for Men. Yeah. And the Captivating book really, really helped me to see how women have this desire built into them that they have a beauty that they want to be unveiled. They right. want someone to recognize something beautiful in them and to see this hidden beauty they have. And then want to unveil beauty. They want to yeah. find that hidden gem and they want to find that beauty. And so what we're doing when we're dressing modestly is we are knowing that we have a hidden beauty inside, but we don't have to put it out there for everyone right. to see. And what we are able to do when we dress modestly is share that beauty in a way that's not just external. It's yeah. share that beauty through the life we live and through a way that actually shows that God is the source of it. Um, and that's just been such a joy for me in my life is like, Man, on days when I promise you nothing can really help me the way I look because I'm just having a rough day, I know I'm so beautiful and I know that I have yeah. ways that I can show that through serving and through loving people and through smiling and through right. like it's so encouraging that my beauty doesn't determine what I'm wearing that day. Yeah. You know, like it's just that's so nice. And then I know that like men have the opportunity to see beauty in ways beyond clothing too, once we redefine what is modest and immodest. Yeah. Well, I think also we have to redefine what beauty is too. Yeah. Cause like, especially in our society today, we're so infatuated with the beauty that the world sees. Yeah. Like we're so infatuated with, um, seeing more or mm-hmm. doing more or revealing more or, um, showing off what you have, Yeah, you know, however you want to interpret that. Um, but we live in this society that's so you know, just addicted to your identity. Like we strive to put our taste self, in it. Self, self. Exactly. <laughs> We're so just overcome with ourself. We want to point everything back to ourself and make the most of ourself. And um, it's all about furthering your name and furthering your brand and all these things. And we're trying to boast in all of these things that we have. Um, but modesty or the lack thereof reveals where we've placed our identity. So if you're someone who's flaunting what you have or drawing attention to yourself, that shows you that your identity is in yourself. Yeah. I remember being in high school and like growing up, I grew up in the same church my whole life and I knew everyone in the church and had a great group of friends and youth group. But I definitely, being a more outgoing person, was one of the people that people look to to kind of set the stage of like yeah ooh, what like what's this going to be like and yeah. so i took pride in like what i wore on sunday mornings and i would try to be trendy and i would try to be cute and i would be like ooh, people are going to like this dress if i wear this. right yeah and i at the time like i didn't think anything of it because it's like you just dress cute for church like church has become a fashion show for a lot of people it's Absolutely. Where, like literally, it's where you wear your yeah literally you go get new clothes for to Easter. wear to church yeah. you're not gonna wear that to school no. like you go get clothes for your church sunday morning and you want to fit in and i remember one day i was praying and reading and i this was like when god really had saved me and i 
started seeing how my life was going to have to change because yeah. of it. And it was definitely a hard season because I felt like nobody else was doing that with me. But at the same time, it was so good because the Lord was like, Grace, that thing, like I had this image in mind, I'm going to wear this on Sunday morning. It's going to yeah. be great. Everyone's going to love it. And then I was, God was like, oh, so like he, he just showed me how prideful that was and how, oh, so Grace, you're trying to make yourself the standard and not me. You're trying yeah. to make yourself the thing that people are paying attention to on Sunday morning. So I knew it really wasn't a big deal. My life was not going to end or anything right. if I wore the dress that I wanted to wear. But I felt like I was like, okay, what if you just wore some jeans and a cute shirt, Grace? Like, yeah. what if you just did that? And even though it meant nothing to anyone, to me, it was monumental for right. me to step a little bit down and to wear the thing that wasn't even as cute to me, but literally affected no one else yeah and it really made me realize like my sunday morning worship experience was no different when i was wearing something that was a little bit less stylish yeah and for me it was just one of those things where god was like grace stop making this about you and so since then i've had to ask myself that question a lot and be like am i wearing this to this because i want people to applaud me right now i think that kind of also points back to what we talked about in first timothy um, the kind of broader context of that passage is Paul is writing this to that is originally based in a church in Ephesus is who he's writing to. Um, and what's going on there is more or less like these people are using their dress to kind of shame other people. Mm -hmm. At the time, you were well known and you were known by like how you dressed, what mm -hmm. you wore kind of showed who you were it showed your status in the society it showed how popular how wealthy you were and so these people were using the way that they dressed to kind of shame other people to draw attention to themselves and say hey look at me um even though it wasn't necessarily promiscuous or revealing at this time it was more considered to be more attractive if you the less you had covered up um and so they were wearing these big ornate dresses and things like that and ha having this great jewelry but they were doing it to draw attention to themselves so they could focus on uh, themselves and, and kind of draw the attention upon who they were and the status that they had. And so Paul is writing that saying like, hey, you should just not worry about that, but dress in a respectful way, one that honors God more than honors yourself. And I think that is still kind of somewhat what we deal with today. Like, again, we dress in things that draw attention to ourselves, and we do these things to present ourselves to others and uh we kind of do the same thing today in shaming others by how we dress like if we feel like the trendy thing to do is to wear something that's not very covering then we're kind of shaming other people who maybe aren't as confident or necessarily can't really wear those things um and so that's kind of what paul is talking about dress in a way that's respectable not necessarily a way that um covers or is unflattering but something that is respectable something that points to god and not towards yourself yeah i have this quote that i read while i was preparing for this podcast and it says um a modesty may be the beginning of why we wear clothes but christ should be the end of why we wear clothes we get dressed with nothing to prove and nothing to hide because when our clothes are beautiful we should let their beauty honor christ when our clothes are comfortable and covering, let them enable us to work for Christ. And when our clothes are the means of expressing ourselves, let them proclaim Christ truthfully, beautifully, and well. Not because we have to or because there's a rule put on us, but because we enjoy the privilege of responding to the gospel by worshiping Jesus even in what we wear. So it just talks about how like 
If our clothes are going to be for a purpose, which they are, let that purpose be for the Lord, whether it's to be beautiful and to show his beauty or Mm -hmm. whether that's to serve him well, because you ain't going to be passing out homeless donations in a prom dress. Like dress according to how you can be a servant and a proclaimer of the gospel. Yeah. Um, As Christians, like literally there's a verse that says, whatever you do in word or deed, do everything as unto the Lord. And that also (laughs) goes with what you wear. Like if you're wearing something that's not promoting the Lord, you probably shouldn't be doing it. Not necessarily that you should be wearing like, what would Jesus do t-shirts all the time? That's not necessarily what he's saying, but he's saying like your body's designed to point to Christ. Yeah. Like we were made in the image of God. And so if what we're doing shows the opposite of that, then we shouldn't be doing it. And we don't want to put anyone to shame and we don't want you to feel like, there's no coming back or to make you feel like you are the problem because you're not, but because Satan knows exactly how to turn us away from walking hand in hand with Jesus and showing the world more of him. And one of the biggest ways he can do it is in what's trendy and what we wear and clothes. And so he's made it, he's made it so much more common for us to take lightly modesty. Yeah. And so we just want to talk about this and say like, even if you're listening to me and Michael right now and you're like, I don't know. Like, I feel like this might just be a religion thing. This might just be what they say at this church, what, what some people need to hear. I just don't really want to hear all these rules. Go pray about it. Go seriously ask the Lord to guide you in your personal walk with this. And I promise you, he'll lead you in the direction that he has for you. And it will be towards modesty, but just like go to the Lord if you don't want to hear it from us, because I know that this can be hard for people. It may make them feel ashamed, but this is about freedom. And about how true freedom is following Jesus in his word, knowing that you're not defined by this world. Yeah. Um, so I got a question. So what if, you know, the Bible says we're free from all these things if you're a believer. So does that also mean I'm free from following these rules? Well, actually, there's a verse that says, should we continue in sin um, so that grace may multiply because if you're saved by grace then like what does it matter right well it does matter because everything that we do influences our spirit and our soul and because we do know what pleases god because he tells us in his word and so because we love god we want to do his will and you are not gonna be separated from god because you wear a certain thing yeah, but yeah you are not going to grow closer to him if you choose to do the thing that you know, right. Yeah. So if you're wanting to genuinely grow closer to the Lord, which makes sense, if you love him, then why are you going to do the thing that, you know, hurts his heart and do the thing that, you know, turns other people away from focusing on him. Um, and so I think, like we said, it's literally about your heart. Yeah. But I've asked myself this question a lot because I mean, nobody likes to be stuck on rules and it doesn't feel good to constantly be wondering like, am I doing this because I'm just supposed to for like, because someone told me to or am I doing this really because I think it's what God wants but I feel like it's very clear through all the things we're talking about that like dressing modestly which does have different definitions for a lot of different people yeah um dressing modestly according to what God's led me to and because of what the Bible says modesty is it really does affect the way that I know Jesus and the way that the community I'm in knows Jesus yeah so okay Here's the opposite, kind of the flip side of that from a guy's perspective <laughs> as well. Um, so again, kind of culturally speaking, historically speaking, modesty has most of the time been a female issue. It's been something that females are, you know, called to uphold and, uh, you know, we're pushing a standard on them or whatever. And we, as guys, it's easy for us to say, well, like, 
well, they dressed in that way, so I can't help but, you know, look. And to an, a certain extent, that is true. Like, yeah, if you're dressing a certain way to get people to look, hey, guess what? People are going to look. But also that person, whoever they are, is not responsible for your thoughts. So as mm-hmm. a guy, you can't say, oh, yeah. You know, the way that they dress caused me to think that way. Like, no, you're responsible right. for your own actions. You can't put your sin, your thoughts off on somebody else. Yeah. Um, and that's a, a huge problem with a lot of guys today in their society, and especially like in just the culture. We say that, um, well, they dress this way and this happened to them. It's their fault because they did this. Like, no. Which is horrible. Yeah. Like you are responsible for your own actions. Yeah. They're responsible for what they wore, but you're responsible for the way that you looked at them or the way that you thought about them or whatever. Um, and that's something that's tough for a lot of guys. Yeah. Truthfully. Um, it's hard to. I'm just going to be honest, like girls are pretty. They are mm-hmm. as a guy. And so if they're dressing in a way that's going to draw attention to them, it's hard not to think or not to look or not to whatever. But that doesn't make it their fault, nor does it excuse whatever thought you're thinking or action that you may do or whatever doesn't excuse it by any means. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of three kind of quick things that um, kind of point towards us or point us towards modesty or kind of misconceptions or whatever you want to have it. Uh, one, modesty does not mean anti-pretty. That's not what modesty is. It doesn't mean that you can't be modest and not look cute or look hot or whatever your that word of choice is that you want to go to. Um, back to First Timothy, Paul urges that women should adorn themselves. Like this is a positive thing. He's yeah. saying dress yourself in such a way that is respectable. He's not saying don't do these things, but he is saying do this in a way that's glorifying to God. It, so it's not a matter of if you wear this. It's a matter of how like yeah. how are you gonna you're not sacrificing yeah. beauty you're right. uncovering what's true beauty right absolutely um number two modesty is about who you worship that's kind of been the, the through line of this whole thing is that it's about who you worship it's a a person's manner of dress or even their preoccupation with clothing itself is often indicative of a heart that loves self more than god so if you're dressing in a way that is to get attention guess what you're going to get that attention, which means you're preoccupied with yourself. And that's your reward. Yourself. Yeah. Your reward will be people being exactly. pleased. And that's all. Exactly. And that shows you that your love isn't based in God, but is found in what other people think or mm. the way that you look. Um, and lastly, modesty is about a, an attitude and behavior, and it's not just clothing. We kind of mentioned that earlier, but it's it's a way of life. It's not strictly clothing it's not strictly what you can or can't wear or do or don't wear but rather a behavior and an attitude towards those things and yeah i i think also like the people that you're around if the norm for you and your friends is to dress in like a crop top and booty shorts speaking as a girl that would be very very normal these days like these days if your clothes go all the way from your to your like if your stomach isn't showing then like what are you doing? Yeah. Or if your shorts are longer than a couple inches, like what are you doing? Yeah. And so, but if like if that's the norm with your friends, like you might have to be the one who looks odd to yeah. them. You can literally have such a cute outfit on, but you might it still might be too modest for them. It might they might think like, oh, okay, like preacher's girl or something. Yeah, like, exactly. Like I've heard that all the time, and honestly, that's okay. You have to be okay being a Christian with people thinking that you're odd. Because yeah. if you blend in with the world, what that's not that's the whole point. Yeah. You know, there's that meme going around. It's like a TikTok thing right now, and it's like, you know, isn't isn't it like that? That's the whole point. 
like it says that like someone's <laughs> yeah. like like that's the the audio of it and it's just funny because it's like you're not going to blend in with the world yeah but also it's not about blending in at church either it's not about fitting any standard it's right. about you knowing the lord better and being a, a witness to his love and how it transformed mm-hmm. you um, so I would just like genuinely take into account your heart, take into account the situation and the context you're going into and start today. Like you don't yeah. have to really buy a whole new closet of clothes before you can start dressing modestly. You start, first of all, by going into that prayer and that space with God and asking him to let it be an overflow of your heart. And then you can just say, well, like, okay, well, what do I wear today? I'm going to make it right more modest and just like seek to do that in your clothes but also in your speech and also in your like in everything you do yeah and that goes back to what paul said in romans you know do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind Mm -hmm. um so again we're not called to be of this world but we're called to just be in this world as christians the bible calls us aliens and strangers and foreigners and so we are definitely called to look different to act different to mm-hmm. say things differently to believe differently um and that's not a bad thing but in our society today it's so unfortunate that we're so prone to want to fit in where we want to be like those around us we want to be the cool kid we don't want to be excluded from anything and um sometimes being a christian will cause those things and so we don't want to necessarily do what the bible says because we don't want to be left out we don't want to be you know, cast out or excluded from things. Yeah. And I, I'm reminded of what we read in first Peter three, which talks about our adoring, letting it be the hidden person of the heart with the imperishable beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit. And when I think of imperishable, I'm thinking of a landfill and I'm thinking of how if my beauty is defined and if my beauty comes from anything that's going to waste away in a landfill one day, then what am I doing? Yeah. If it's because my, my clothes are going to waste away in a landfill, uh, my skin's going to be wrinkly one day. It's gonna, not going to be. It's not going to be my source of beauty, right? You know, and like just my makeup and my hair, like it's all going to fade. But Jesus offers us a beauty and a glory that is imperishable, and it comes from our walk with Him, and it's precious to Him. And so we don't have to wait until heaven to have this intimate walk with God, where. We find him beautiful and he finds us beautiful. Yeah. We can do that right here today. And we can encourage others in that because even if this isn't something that you find yourself struggling with, it is a really big deal in our friend groups and at this church. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Proverbs chapter 31 verse 30 says that charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting. Kind of going back to what you were talking about. Beauty is fleeting. But a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. And that also can be used of a man a man who fears the lord is to be praised so if if we're looking to be charmed if we're looking to find that approval of others that's what he's talking about charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting the approval of others is deceptive like you dress in a certain way to get attention from others you're going to get it but it's not necessarily going to be fulfilling Mm -hmm. there's always going to be something more and uh, unfortunately our culture is in such a way where the more you have showing, the hotter or more popular you are. And so it's deceptive. Um, and beauty is fleeting. Like Grace just said, you ain't going to be 20 years old forever. <laughs> you know, you're not going to have this, you know, perfect body with beautiful skin and whatever forever. It ain't going to happen. Um, but the one who fears the Lord will be praised. Yeah. Um, and that goes back to what um, the Bible says, like, if we glorify God, he will glorify us. He's going to remember us. Um do you have any more closing thoughts before we wrap up? I was just going to say, I hope as you listen to these podcasts that 
you are encouraged and motivated to like make changes in your walk and to ask God more deeply about how this can change your life because I'm excited for people to discover more of God through these and I mean I hope you leave this podcast knowing that we think you are beautiful we think that Absolutely. you are a treasure and we think that we think nothing less of any person that has a problem with how they're dressing right now because we're all on this journey to to learn from these lessons um but we just hope that if anything as you as we finish this podcast you're encouraged and feel loved because god's the one speaking through us and he does want you um to hear his heart and he wants you to know that it is his love that will sustain you through it all absolutely and in closing this week's verse of the week comes from first peter chapter 3 verses 3 and 4 where it says your beauty should not come from outward adornment, such as braided hair and the wearing of gold jewelry and fine clothes. Instead, it should be that of your inner self, the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is of a great worth in God's sight. All right, guys, that's all you have time for this week. Um, Until next week, next Tuesday at 8 a.m., make sure you tune back in. But until then, stay safe and God bless. Holla. (laughs) 